Welcome once again to the Holmes Politicast. This will be the first ever Thomas edition. We've got some changes in the works for the podcast, so uh, we'll talk about that more when me and Jim get together and record later. But for right now, uh, I just got an interview with the man that started Michiganders for Staying Home to Defeat COVID-19. So I wanted to start off by saying a little bit about the group. Um, I noticed some problems in the group, which is originally why I reached out to the guy. Um, His name was Michael Arnold. Uh, Didn't give me a Twitter handle, didn't give me anything. But uh, he agreed to let me ask him five questions. Uh, Written interview, nothing fancy. We talked about doing... Um, a face-to-face or a Skype interview. He is a medical worker uh, in Kalamazoo, so he is working a lot. Could not do a Skype interview or something like that. So, understandable, but this is what we're working with. So, the group, I was a part of it for a little while, and they... Well, they basically kicked me out. Um, Not surprising there. But I would bring up things like it's only affecting the elderly. It's only really killing people over 65. Uh, Bring up things like, you know, we are able to get the economy going, get the people that are low risk back to work many people can still work from home we can keep social distancing guidelines and we can keep our businesses open i tried i didn't really try the constitutional approach i you know i i tried asking some of them what constitutionally gave governor whitmer the right to shut down businesses and many of them had no idea um so that was my experience in the group. I had actually one guy say that he wanted to uh, come choke me. So that was fun. Um, so that's my experience in that group. I know there have probably been some problems. You know, there's there's problems in all Facebook groups, okay? There's problem people in all Facebook groups. You're going to get that. But this was a this seemed like a much more widespread problem. So I wanted to reach out to Michael Arnold. The man that started the group, um, he, like I said, he gave me five questions. So without further ado, the five questions and his answers, I will read them verbatim as he gave them to me, and then we will talk about each one. Hopefully, uh, Michael, you listen to the show, and I'm definitely going to disagree with you about some things, but at least listen, make sure you know I'm giving you a fair representation So here we go. My first question was, the group has the name Stay at Home to defeat COVID-19. Does that mean that the group wants to stay under lockdown in Michigan until we have a cure? His response, not exactly. Our group is administered by three healthcare professionals, one epidemiologist, 
one Detroit public school teacher, a health science professor at a state university, and a public relations expert. So our focus is to bring information to the masses that is science-based, factual, and to give Michiganders a place to vent, seek advice, and cope with the pandemic interrupting many of our lives. We believe in science and, quote-unquote, staying home to us. Uh, this, this sentence is a little weirdly worded, but I think I get what he's saying. Uh, we believe in science, and staying home to us means we follow the guidelines set forth by people of science, not politicians, and not the business community. Unlike the quote-unquote other group, we are not tied to any political influence, we are not funded by any political activists, and we welcome open and respectful debate in our forums. If the science community decides things are safe, we will follow. My second question, does the group and its leader understand the provisions in the Michigan in the Michigan Constitution for emergencies and have those provisions been made clear to the followers of the group? So he posted a link. He said this has been posted numerous times in our forum. He then went on to link me to the act of 1945 which gives the government or which gives the governor emergency powers. He says, "Yes, legal debates have been discussed, but our group focuses on the science of the pandemic and supporting our community through it. We welcome Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, Social Democrats, who whoever that believes through science is the only way to end the pandemic safely and be able to move on with our lives." No, I did not mess that sentence up. So I said, okay, thank you for that. Third question is, what would science have to show in order for the group to consider letting up on the lockdown? His reply, it is not accurate to call this a lockdown. No one is imprisoned in their home. The president himself recommended a 15-day decline. We haven't seen that yet in Michigan. We are an open-minded group and understand the pain and suffering happening in all aspects. Business owners, the immunocompromised, us on the front lines, every situation. What we don't understand or respect is the political pandering by certain well-funded groups using this pandemic to gain notoriety leading up to an election, as we saw in Lansing yesterday and earlier in April. As I said before, we follow the recommendations of the science community, as we would follow the recommendations of a doctor if we were sick, or the recommendations of a lawyer if we were legally blind, or if, sorry, if we were in a legal bind. If we were legally blind, that's, oh goodness, okay. Nobody wants this to continue any longer than it has to, but people need to truly understand how this virus works and understand our healthcare system and the limitations of our hospitals in our state to truly understand the reasoning behind our governors and many other governors, including Ohio Republican Governor DeWine's decision. So I said, that's a fair point about calling it a lockdown. Thank you for the answer. I gather that you are on the front 
I gather that you are a frontline worker in Detroit, which has been the worst impacted by many magnitudes. I want to say that I appreciate your service over there. I'm praying for you and your colleagues. A question about how the virus works. Is there a certain age you're seeing more affected by the virus? So you responded, I'm actually in Kalamazoo. I work in surgery and I have seen numerous COVID patients in many age groups. The most memorable was a cesarean section on an intubated woman and her baby was COVID positive as well and had to be intubated also. Not the greatest way to come into the world. Two of our other moderators in Detroit are in Detroit, and another one, a nurse, transferred there between hospitals to help. Their experience has been truly traumatic as they saw people of all ages affected, but I will not speak for their experiences. I said, okay, thank you for that. Final question. If you could say something to the crowd that is concerned that Whitmer is overstepping her bounds in the Constitution of Michigan, what would you tell them? He said, I would tell them to take the politics out of this. No, he said, I would tell them to take the politics of this out and think about it. Stop watching the talking heads and listening to, and listen to the scientists. Truly try to understand how a virus works and do what you can for your neighbor. We don't wear masks to protect ourselves. We wear them to protect everyone around you. Tell them that Michigan's great seal has the word Tubor on it, which means I will defend. And defend your fellow Michiganders from the real enemy that is a deadly virus that has killed more Americans than the Vietnam War in under two months. There have been cases in 78 of our 83 counties and hospitals in the majority of these counties cannot handle the outbreak or cannot handle an outbreak. The faster we follow this order, the faster this ends and we all get back to our normal lives. The protesting and snickering at others for wearing masks and grown men playing army at the state capitol does no benefit for each other or our state. So that's the interview. Um, I will be discussing this at length because there's a lot of things in here I disagree with. Um, there's some facts in here that are uh not exactly the most accurate. All right, they're false. They're they're fake. It's fake news. So, um, I know this is gonna probably piss Michael off pretty badly if he you know hears me mentioning it. But you know I'm sorry if you lie. I've got to tell the truth. Uh, the people of Michigan deserve to know the truth, and here I am to tell it to whoever will listen. So, let's break this interview down. Um, I'm going to go back to the first question. So the essence of the question was So I asked if if the group was for staying locked down until we have a cure. He said not exactly, which means partially. So they're partially for staying locked down until we have a cure, 18 to 16 months, you know, or 12 to 18 months, rather. Um, and I've seen people in the group advocate for staying in until there's a cure. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's not exact. he doesn't exactly want to stay until there's a cure. 
Uh, but there are some people in your group, Michael Arnold, that do believe that. So, because I was I was a part of the group, I know I've I've seen a lot of the activity that's gone on in the group. I've seen a lot of the comments. Um, so yeah, some people do believe that. So you mentioned bring information to the masses that is science-based, factual, and give Michiganders a place to vote. Okay, so I want to focus on the science-based and factual. Now, I want to be very clear about this. Ruling by fear, by leaving statistics out, is the same as lying, okay? And I'm going to demonstrate to you why this is lying. The percentage of deaths in Michigan under 65 with no pre-existing conditions, almost zero. Okay? That's the first statistic that I have not seen on the media. The media are giving up you know, putting up this one child in Detroit, this one five-year-old girl that died. And then they say, there are many others like her. Well, where's the statistic? What percentage of many others? What are we actually looking at here? And it turns out the statistic is very low. There's, there's been one child die. And only a handful have even gotten it or have had symptoms. I'm not saying only a handful have gotten it. I think most of them have gotten it by now. I, only a handful have shown symptoms. A handful. So I don't know what more you're waiting for the science community to say, you know, it's safe. Um, it's safe for everybody under 65. That's what it seems like. So. Maybe you're following scientists that are politically motivated uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that a scientist funded by the state maybe might say something that the state wants them to say. I mean, I'm not saying that's outside the realm of possibility, okay? Not not going to put my tinfoil hat on, but, you know, maybe if they're getting all of their funding from the state, they, they just might have a tendency to say or present the facts in a way that is favorable to what the state's doing. Not saying it's happening, but it's probably happening. Okay, We're, we'll move on. Um, that was just a glaring, a glaring hole in that first answer that I noticed, and so, moving on. Second question. Um, he totally botched this. You, you totally botched this one, and you know maybe it's not your fault, Michael Arnold. Uh, you're a you're a medical you know personnel, but. Uh, Basic constitutional understanding helps here. So in a constitution, if you have a law that is made after the law that you know was previously made that does the exact same thing, you go with the most recent of the laws. Okay, Posting a law from 1945 does absolutely nothing because we have the emergency powers... Emergency Powers Act... Of 1976, I may not have said that bill exactly right, but uh, Act Act 390 of 1976 is the most recent bill. Um, Act this Act from 
1945 is no longer valid. It doesn't have any any weight to it at all. So posting that shows just your basic lack, lack of constitutional knowledge. And actually why the people that are concerned about the Constitution are worried because the people that want to stay home don't have any idea what the Constitution is or how to read it. You, I mean, it looks like you basically took your answer from CNN and copied and pasted it and gave it to me because that's what CNN says. They have no constitutional knowledge either. That's what MLive is saying. I don't, I don't think any of their reporters have any constitutional knowledge either. But any law, anyone who studied law at all knows that the most recent law is the one that is active, the one that you follow. Okay, so the, the, the whole second question is just, I mean, you basically made it irrelevant. Um, you showed that you, no one in your group knows how to read the Constitution, so I mean, that's really a strike against you. It, it's not good. Um, so the third question, what would the science have to show in order for the group to consider letting up on the lockdown? Um Okay, recommended a 15-day decline. All right, we're getting results. I've heard from the media we're getting results two weeks out. So we would have to actually have a longer decline than that. It would have to be a month. You want to wait a month? Michiganders aren't going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, so... I mean, appealing to, I mean, you say you, you say you understand the pain and suffering that, you know, people are going through. I don't think you do. You have not spent years building a business to finally make it profitable, only to have the government come in and say, you can't make money anymore, only to watch years of your life go down the toilet because the government is lying about the statistics and is trying to keep all of the businesses closed. This is the problem. All right. This is why we're on opposite ends of this. Is because I want my freedom. If everybody else is scared of a virus that the media is overhyping, that's going to be a problem. Because Americans are not going to just give up their freedom because they're not willing to do any research. We can do research. We can find the facts. We can find the facts better than the media, apparently. Um, either that or the media is attempting to spin a narrative. And, you know, that wouldn't surprise me at all. You also mentioned that you're... Uh, um, So you mentioned political pandering by certain well-funded groups. I'm sure, I'm sure you mean Michiganders against uh, excessive quarantine. Um, a page, by the way, that is four times as large as yours. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't get to ask you about that um, or your your thoughts on why more Michiganders seem to be for freedom than for you know locking everybody up. But uh, calling. This political pandering. I mean, when 7,000 to 9,000 residents drive through Lansing to say, we are sick of this governor overstepping her bounds, I wouldn't say that that is a 
small political group trying to pander. And I wouldn't exactly say the protest yesterday was pandering either. We have one goal. The entire legislative body should resume their power. We are not for Governor Whitmer making decisions from on high in an authoritarian manner while most of us have only seen effect from her. Most of the state has only been affected by her. We haven't been affected by COVID-19. So I realize there are some hot spots. I realize there are some problem areas. But that's because of overcrowding. That's because people are too close. That's not because the virus is just rampantly spreading through everybody that comes within a mile of each other. I mean, there are reasons why cities are hardest hit and rural areas are seeing nothing. So. He says, we, we will follow the recommendations of the science community as we would follow the recommendations of a doctor if we were sick or the recommendations of a lawyer if we were in a legal bind. Um, so Okay, so what about the doctors in Sweden that say that, you know, it's fine to just ride this thing out? So Sweden's chief epidemiologist is saying that they will have herd immunity in weeks. Is he not part of the medical community? There are a lot of medical a lot of the medical community that are saying we don't need a shutdown. We don't need a blanket um, a, a blanket ban on doing business to keep this thing from from being devastating. Sweden has done almost nothing. And they are not very far behind most countries in deaths, and they've all, they will reach herd immunity very quickly, uh, which is when enough people have contracted the virus that we've built up antibodies in our bodies to combat the virus naturally. It's basically a, a vaccine. So herd immunity is basically nature's vaccine. So Arnold Jacobs, if you're looking for a cure, the fastest way to get a vaccine is to just let everybody infect each other. We know who's dying from it. They can stay inside. Let the rest of us develop antibodies. You're a medical, you're you're in the medical field. You should understand that. So, uh, you know, it, if we talk again eventually, I don't know. I might have pissed you off, and you never want to speak to me again. But if we talk eventually, that's definitely going to be something that I bring up to you. Um, so hopefully, you'll have an answer for us. So, yeah, he brings up uh, Ohio Republican Governor, you know, DeWine uh, doing the same thing uh, Michigan's governor is doing. And you'll notice that Ohio is pretty pissed off at their governor, too. So (laughs) this kind of gives the lie to the fact that the that your opposition is just a political, you know, maneuver. Maybe it's actually about freedom, my friend. Maybe there are people that actually want freedom. If they're protesting both a Democrat governor and a Republican governor, it's probably not about the number by their name. It's probably about the actions that they're taking. So that that pretty much concludes question three. Um, question four. I actually asked him specifically, you know, is there a certain age group you're seeing more affected by the virus? Um, 
you know, I don't know if, if he actually lied. Uh, maybe he, he just can't perceive it as it comes through. But, um, I mean, he, he gives us one example of uh, a woman giving birth and her baby having it, which, all right, did either of them die? Like, they're young and healthy. They probably didn't die. Uh, a baby will probably have antibodies if his mom had the virus before him. So, I mean, and you're welcome to correct me on that if I'm wrong on that. Uh, I am not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure if the mother has something when the child is in the womb, he develops the antibody for it as well. Uh, you speak about, you know, my, so what the, the goal of my question was actually to get you to say that, yes, we are seeing the elderly affected far more as there are more deaths, far more deaths, exponentially more deaths from elderly people than there are from young, healthy people. Exponentially. That's a lot. Okay. That is not a justification we're keeping us all locked in our houses. My goodness, this has already almost been a half hour. I better, uh, I better move. Okay, so that that uh, answer was basically a big nothing burger. I wasted that question because he didn't answer it. Nah, mate. Yes, I wasted. He didn't waste it. I should have been more specific. That was on me. So, um, for your last answer, Michael. Um, taking the politics out of this is actually not something that I'm interested in because the Democratic Party is keeping the politics in this. They want to change the Constitution. They want to misinterpret the Constitution so that they can do whatever they want. I am not interested in that. If they would leave the politics out, we would too, but they won't. Uh, they won't follow the Constitution. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer will not admit that she is wrong, uh, the legislature is suing her because she is wrong. And we will see that play out in court. Um, so, yeah, watching the talking heads and lis listening to scientists while there are scientists saying everything. So that's kind of a nothing answer. Um, there are scientists on both sides of this issue. As I pointed out, Sweden's top medical expert is uh, totally against what you're doing, what you're advocating. So... Uh, I wanted to address Michigan's seal. So you are right when you say two bore means I will defend, uh, but it refers to Michigan's frontiering position. The man uh, is holding a gun. Uh, he is not holding a face mask. So I will defend refers to the fact that we are on the border and we will defend our border. We will defend our state and we will defend our nation. Not necessarily. I will defend you against a virus. Uh, that's kind of dumb. Actually, I can't defend you against a virus. You can protect yourself. Um, I just, I want to go about my life. I want to get infected, develop the antibodies, and then move on. All right. So may maybe it's a small thing uh, that you're twisting. I will defend to mean something that it doesn't, but um, it it is a thing nonetheless. I mean, it, sh it exposes your worldview. You, you don't, you don't think about why the word is there. You just say it means this, and I think, you know, this is what it actually implies. 
you didn't you didn't put it into context. You didn't keep it on the shield uh, where the guy is holding the gun. You just ripped it out of there and used it however you wanted. And that's kind of what you did with the the uh, nineteen forty five act granting Michigan governor power. Um, and that's kind of what you do with a lot of the data that I've seen Cherry picked on your group. You say that a lot of these counties can't handle an outbreak. Um, and that the faster we follow this order, the faster this ends, and we all get to go back to our normal lives. Well, no, that's, that's absolutely false. Uh, a majority of these prob communities probably could handle an outbreak if the elderly are confined and we develop her immunity. That's the way to do it, actually. Uh, when you say the faster we follow this order, the faster this ends and we all get to go back to our normal lives, well, no. The virus isn't going away. We're not getting back to our normal lives. The faster we follow this order, the slower the virus spreads and the longer this drags out. So you've got this exactly wrong. And you're a medical professional. You should understand that the virus isn't going away. We're not just magically, it's not just going to evaporate in one day. We can go out of our houses and nobody's going to get sick. People are still going to get sick when they go outside. And the longer we keep this thing just just slowly burning throughout the the population the longer it's going to take to burn out the people that are going to die from this virus are going to die either way as long as we are not overloading the healthcare systems and we are handling spikes in areas that we see them happening we're going to be fine so uh that's about all the time we have thank you so much again for listening to the show for uh being such supporters um Michael Arnold, I know I said a lot of things that you're probably not very happy with, uh, but hopefully I represented you fairly. I gave your words and I connected your meaning to them because I want you to be able to speak. I want you to have a voice. Uh, I'm just going to tell you you're wrong. So uh, again, thank you to all the listeners that have joined us for this, that have joined me. I'm going to have to change my lingo a little bit for this. So thank you to all the listeners that have joined me. For this breaking original story, I, I, I think it's breaking. Uh, we're going to be actually following this group um, and, you know, the developments of, obviously, we're going to be following the developments of, you know, the legislature and suing Whitmer. That's all really fun. I like it. So um, we will be back uh, next week, uh, regularly scheduled for next week. Jim and I are going to talk. We're going to talk on the show about what we're changing and we will let you guys know all of those juicy details. So thank you guys again so much for listening. Um, follow the Holmes Politicast Twitter at Straight News Michigan and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. Uh, I'd love some fan mail as well. So I'll try to respond to it in reasonable time. Uh, so send any mail you have to me address to me at straightnewsforyou at gmail.com. You can also donate to the show via our GoFundMe, which is available on our Facebook page. And that is all that I've got for you today. Thank you so much, and I'll see you again next week. Mm-hmm.